12 championship from the Oklahoma side of things with Ryan Lewis, the football brainiacs, joining us here on Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com. I'm Pete Mundo. And before we get going, just a reminder, please leave us a rating, review, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. And if you take a minute out to do that, we'll send you a free Heartland College Sports koozie in return. All you got to do is leave that rating and review and then send me a screenshot of it to Pete Mundo. That's M-U-N-D-O at heartlandcollegesports.com. Would appreciate that, and you will get a free koozie in the mail. Thanks so much, guys. Ryan, great to have you on the show. I really appreciate you joining us. And I want to just start off with this season in general. You know, it's weird to be sitting here at 11-1 and and wondering if the year has been a bit of a letdown for OU. Uh, how do you view this season heading into the Big 12 championship game? Hey, Pete, thanks for having me on. Appreciate some time to chat. OU football, um, it, it really has been kind of an interesting season for OU. I do think that uh, it is one of the more disappointing feeling 11-1s uh, in recent memory for OU, which is interesting because the last few years have seen the exact same record at the end of their regular season, um, 2017 uh, with Baker and then 2018 with Kyler. It just feels a little bit different than that. I think maybe part of the reason is some of these games have, have just not felt um, very controlling, very dominant, very consistent. Um, the consistency, I think, has been a really big part of these. Um, just feeling a little bit off this year. Mm-hmm. And so I do think that it's felt like a little bit of a different year. Also felt like a different year because the offense has looked a little bit different with um, a slightly different approach with Jalen Hurts under center. Um, and then the defense has been a different um, – fans have not known what to expect. Obviously, there were high expectations for Grinch, and in large part, he, he's met those. Um, it may not have looked the way that Sooner fans expected, but changing a, a defensive ranking from 100 and – I think it was 20th last year to 20-something this year, that's a big jump. Um, that, that's a really big jump. So I think fans should be excited. But, but there's also been times where the defense has not looked as like it has progressed as much as the stats say it has. So I do think that it's just been kind of a weird year overall. Um, just just a different feel, and fans really haven't known what to think. What do you think, Ryan, uh, you can attribute the inconsistency to? Is there anything in particular that you would point to? I do think that uh, offensively, at least, there have been times where the game plan has looked a little bit different from game to game. Um, some games, for example, Bedlam, the uh, run game was, was leaned on heavily. And OU's got some stellar running backs. Obviously, Trey Sermon out for the year. That's, that's obviously a, a bad blow, and hopefully he can recover well. Um, but Kennedy Brooks is, is a stellar back. Then you've got guys like Ramondre Stevenson, who's been just a, a beast this year. And even going beyond that, you've got guys like Fledger, like Major. There's, there's some great backs back there. And so I think that OU leaning on those has, has led to a more consistent offensive uh, performance as opposed to some of the weeks when they did not. I think they kind of in the middle of the season there. It seemed that Jalen Hurts was running an awful lot, and he's still running an awful lot, but it gotten to the point where I think that opposing defenses knew what to think, um, and it, a play action or a RPO is only effective, in my mind, if you actually believe some of those other options might happen. If it's only going to be either a pass or, or Jalen Hurts running, not quite as effective. And I'm not saying that's always the case, but it seemed like that for a little bit. So I think that that was part of the reason offensively for some inconsistencies. Defensively, it's much harder to know what to think, at least for me. Um, I think that losing uh, John Michael Terry was, was a much bigger loss than expected. Um, but I also think that there was this weird transition where it just seemed like the um, aggressiveness and some of the fundamentals like tackling seemed to slip towards the middle of the season. And those have started to build back up a little bit in weeks past. Um, 
but it's been kind of hard to pinpoint what exactly is is caused some of the inconsistencies and sometimes these great halves, for example, the second half of Baylor and these terrible halves like the first half of Baylor mm-hmm. are coming from. Mm-hmm. So as you look at this, Ryan Lewis, the football brainiacs, is joining us. We're previewing uh, the Big 12 championship game from the OU perspective with him and just kind of looking back on the season until we get to this point. So, Ryan, as you look at the defense – um, Alex Grinch, you mentioned the middle of the season didn't go too well, started off great. You know, they finished pretty darn well here. Is there a unit in particular? And if so, which one have you seen the most growth from? That's a great question. Um, I maybe would be inclined to say the defensive line, mm-hmm. um, but it's a really good question. I'm, I'm not sure I have a great answer there. Um, it seemed like there's been a better effort all around from the defense, and, and it, especially at the beginning of the year, a lot of people were mentioning the effort. Um, kind of the energy flying around the ball just felt different. Mm-hmm. Um, there have definitely been times where some of the units have looked similar to years past, but there have also been times where every single unit has looked much improved. I think that um, in the secondary, uh, again, some, some things have been missed, but fundamental things um, like flying to the ball and uh, turning around, those are things that haven't been perfect every game, but they've been a lot better. I think that the linebacker spot, uh, filling the gaps, has been a lot better. And, of course, there have still been misses. Um, I know Kenneth Murray's had a few that have been well-publicized, but at the same time, he, he's been a lot more um, assignment sound this year. So I think that there needs to be credit at that spot. And then on the line, when, when those guys are allowed to fly, they are there's some animals on that line. Um, so I know that maybe wasn't exactly an answer to your question, but I do think there have been improvements all over the board. Hey guys, it's Pete Mundo, and as we head down the home stretch of the football season, Big 12 championship game, then bowl season, you want to get on board with our partners at mybookie.ag. They are giving you a 50% match on your deposits when you use the promo code BIG12, that's BIG12, for a 50% sign-up bonus. That means you put in 500, you get 250 free. You don't have to unlock it or anything like that. It just goes right into your account. We're going to have picks for you throughout the entire uh, Big 12 Bowl season. It's going to be fantastic. And we're on a roll, by the way, with those picks. I mean, we are rocking and rolling. 15-4-1 the last few weeks in our Big 12 picks. So get on board now. MyBookie.ag, promo code BIG12. That's Big 12 to get your extra cash from my bookie. You can't beat them. They got the parlays. You want to do that. You want to mix it up outside the Big 12 with some uh, UFC or NFL. They've got it all for you at mybookie.ag. Promo code Big 12. That's Big 1 2 for the sign up bonus. Bet, win, get paid at my bookie. So, uh, Ryan, as, as we get ready for this game, you know, obviously OU came back in the second half to win the uh, Baylor game a couple weeks back. Uh, do you think that there is an overconfidence because of the way the second half went, or do you think this team is uh, realizing that, hey, this this Baylor team, I mean, they got a great defense. We saw what happened in the first half, and that can certainly happen again. I think that, first of all, Baylor is a very, very good team. I mean, give every bit of credit that Matt Rule gets um, it to do because he, he has done a great job with that program, um, taking it from, I think it was two wins two years ago, I might have misquoted that, um, to now being – uh, 11 and one, I believe. So he, he's done an excellent job with that program, and they're they're really really very good this year. Um, with that said, those two halves were the most baffling half of, halves of OU football that I've maybe ever watched. Um, you, you went from one half that looked like Baylor could legitimately win by 60 points if they wanted to, to the second half it didn't look like Baylor could have scored if they wanted to. Um, so I'm not sure exactly how to process that, but I do think that OU. 
Um, saw some of the things they did they did wrong in that game. I do think the defense overall, the last few games, they've given up almost nothing. In the OSU game, they gave up one offensive touchdown. In the TCU game, I believe they only gave up two offensive touchdowns. In the second half of Baylor, they didn't give up anything. So this defense has really, really um, looked stellar the last few weeks. Um, and obviously there have been times where that wasn't the case during the game itself. But overall, that, that many points in the Big 12, I don't see how that's possibly anything but a win for an Alice Crunch defense. I mean, the last few games have averaged just over 20 points a game. That, that's, a big, that's a big step for this defense. I do think that OU will be ready. Um, I do think that um, with, with guys like, I mean, CeeDee Lamb didn't even play in the first one. I think that him being back will be a huge part of it. But I also think that the offense last week has evolved into something that has become less Lamb-centric in a good way, both for Lamb and the rest of the offense. So I think the offense will be ready, and then defensively, I think they saw what worked in that second half, and I think they can be ready for this. Ryan, um, I, I don't want to put you on the spot, but do you have a good feeling on a uh, potential prediction? Are you willing to go down that road for us here? <laughs> well, the only thing I'm sure about with OU this year, score-wise, is that it's not going to be what anyone expects. I mean, every time uh, it seems like people have a feel on what might happen, uh, it just doesn't work that way. And I think that 34-16 to 16 in the Bedlam game kind of came out of nowhere, in my mind at least. Um, 28 to 24 in the TCU game after that first quarter was just surprising as can be. So I'm not sure I have a great score prediction. I do think that OU comes away with a victory. I do think it's a close game, um, but I I can't pretend to know what level that'll be. It kind of depends to me on um, what level the offense and defense defense play at. Um, if they could play at that second half uh, level against Baylor, OU has a great chance to score a lot of points. Um, and old Baylor very few, but overall it's just hard to know. Um, exactly how consistent this team will be for every quarter of the game. And Ryan, before we let you go, uh, got to ask you about Lincoln Riley. All these rumors about the Cowboys or whatnot. How, how much is that picking up steam uh, within the fan base and within the program? And and what do you make of it? Um, I'd say objectively, not very much steam. I, I think that OU fans are well prepped for conversations like these. I and mean, Bob Stoops had these type of rumors swirling around him for the better part of twenty years when he was here. And never once did it seem like there was anything really, really serious um, that, that he almost took um, between both college programs and the NFL. And then you look at a guy like Lincoln Riley, he just got to OU as far as head coaching. To me, I think he seems very happy. I think he enjoys the feel of the college program. I think he loves recruiting. That seems evident to anyone who kind of keeps an eye on it. And I think he just enjoys that feel. And I think that NFL is just such a different feel. And let's not forget that he's, I mean, he's under 40 years old, and if he were to move to the NFL, I'm not sure the exact percentage, but maybe a third of the guys would be at or over his age. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that's not the, the feel he's going for yet. I'm not saying that's not in the future. But to, to me, and I think most OU fans, Lincoln Riley NFL does not seem like a, a large concern at this point. He's Ryan Lewis, Football Brainiacs. They do great work. Uh, Ryan, great to have you on the show. Appreciate your time, and um, enjoy the game this weekend. All right, we'll look forward to it. Hopefully we can see uh, see some good action this Saturday. He's Ryan Lewis, the Football Brainiacs. Great to have him on. And please leave that rating, review, subscribe, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Uh, would appreciate that a lot. And we will send you a free Heartland College Sports koozie in return. If you're able to do that, uh, just send me a screenshot of the rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. Thanks so much, guys. We'll talk to you soon.